When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The Final Furlong Podcast is brought to you in association with AtTheRaces.com, the ultimate resource for racing fans. Welcome along to the Final Furlong Podcast. I'm Emmett Kennedy alongside my partner in crime from At The Races, Mr. Kevin Blake. Hello! As we preview a huge weekend of horse racing all live on At The Races, starting to prove that we are not just biased about Irish coverage, at Newcastle with the Northumberland Plate. You weren't expecting that, were you? Uh, Withhold is a very short price favourite, down to 130, 4-1 in places. Uh, Robert Winston takes over from Sylvester D'Souza after his stunning performance at Newmarket last season. And Kevin, this is going to be the big talking horse, although Lagos to Vegas, could she double up? That'll be some double, in fairness, if she's able to take in Royal Ascot and this in pretty much the space of a week and a half. Yeah, I can't imagine that double has been attempted, never mind completed too often. Um, tell me if I'm wrong, but I can't imagine Oh, that's, I guarantee uh, you somebody will be on Twitter saying, um, well, actually, uh, back in 1947, <laughs> there was a horse that went for... You know, he actually won the Ascot Gold Cup as well, right? Yes. But when you like to call it the Gold Cup. Oh. He also ran in the Queen Alexandra, and then he went for the Northumberland Plate. That was back when <laughs> racing was proper. Real horses. <laughs> right, away from the bad... I don't even know what we call that, but we'll move, we best move on. Uh, um, yeah, withhold it will be the big fav here. One would imagine after landing a big old punt in the Cesarewitch last October, and um, the form of that has stacked up. Um, I think it's fair to say uh, Lagos to Vegas, to uh, Bowie Fifty, and others have, have advertised it in the meantime. And you know, they, there's they've made no. No secret of the fact that they'd like to get this horse to Melbourne uh, for the cup at some stage. He needs to come up in the weights to do so. And I'd imagine that'll be the intention here. Win here and get up in the weights and get a little bit closer to where they need to be to get into the Melbourne Cup. Um, but um, coming here without the benefit of a run, um, a recent run, is a tough enough ask. So we might just take him on at the likely price. And um, I will take him on with Amazing Red. And trained by Ed Dunlop. Uh, I was very impressed with him at Newmarket last time. Um, the, his previous start at Newmarket, um, his penultimate run, if we call it, he got absolutely no luck in running. It was a horrendous, catastrophic um, disaster of a race for him, by all accounts. Um, he ended up finishing fifth, but it was just violent in how unlucky it was. And then um, things went much smoother for him last time. Um, he's proven over the trip. He's proven on an all-weather surface. He's run well at Newcastle before. He's won at Kempton. 
and um, his draw is reasonable. And he's just that type of strong traveling horse now that the faster they go from the better. And um, while I haven't had a chance to really hammer this down in terms of uh, digging out potential pace, one would hope that with 20 runners around here, they will certainly be going um, a solid gallop, and that would suit him very well. And if he gets the little bit of luck that a horse like him would always need, um, he'll hopefully go and win. You sound a little bit confident about him, Kevin. Um, I was impressed with him the last day, and he went up nine pounds for that. Um, he only carries a five-pound penalty here, so you know the case is obvious, I think. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jim Crowley takes over from Lan Franco, but that's no negative. And mm. yeah. We'll see how he goes. He's been a big market mover as well. What do you make of the handicap rating of Withold, enough 99? Well, look, he's earned that he's 12 pounds higher than winning Zarowicz, but they have lofty ambitions for him. And if they want to end up in a Melbourne Cup, he needs to be winning this or something similar very soon and, um, and getting up to, you know, around the 110 mark at least. You know, the Melbourne Cup is a bloody hard race to get into now. Um, so he'll need to be getting upwardly mobile in terms of his mark. Mm, he's definitely an exciting horse though kevin but it just oh at, he is yeah for at sure that price you'd be somewhat reluctant to be getting stuck into him at such a short price in in such a big big race um right shall we transfer over to the curra will you be there oh, kevin yes. blake i'll be there on saturday at the very least i don't think i'm tied up tomorrow but um i shall be there on saturday and um it's going to be a great weekend now just you go through the entries for the three days and like, geez, like the, the, the quality of horse now. And he, even, you know, you go, if you're, a pe- if you're interested in pedigrees and you start going through the pedigrees there in those two-year-old races, good Jesus. Like, I think we, we're a little bit spoiled in this country. Like, we don't realize um, the quality of, of thoroughbred that's trained in this country yeah. and, and, and runs day in, day out. You know, there's, I could list off a dozen pedigrees for you here that are entered to run at the weekend. And if any one of them turned up at quite literally any track in the world, they'd, they'd be headline news. Um, full Sisters to Churchill, just off the top of my head. I'll just land. Uh, and the Phillies made in there on Friday, which we have the declarations for. 525. Yeah, Camelot Philly out of Cherry Hinton, you know, a, a granddaughter of, of Urban Sea. Um, I'll just flick through. You've got a full sister to Hydrangea there. Um, you've got... I, I, I can keep going here. There's just... The Camelot filly who's related to See the Stars? Goddess? Yeah, that's her. Yeah, same one out of Cherry Hinton. Cherry Hinton's a daughter of Urban Sea. Deary me. Um, and when you go, when you go when we move on to the coals um, over the weekend, it's just... Yeah, we, we, we'll detail them as we go. But do, do you want to start with the big one? Oh, yes, we've got to start with the big race, the Irish Derby, the Dubai duty-free Irish Derby, to give it its full uh, title. We'll be live on at the races at 5.15. And Saxon Warrior, who Kevin and I covered on the telly the last time he ran, and that was disappointing, is odds-on favourites to uh, redeem his reputation. Uh, currently about 8 to 11. Uh, DXB comes over having skipped Royal Ascot to run here for Mark Johnston the informed Mark Johnston this old Persian night to behold uh, and a very interesting horse from Joseph O'Brien that we'll talk about as well Latero. but let's start with um, Saxon Warrior shall we because is a mile four Kevin going to be his optimum trip um, if you put a gun to my head I'd say no but that doesn't mean he can't win an Irish Derby 
Um, he showed so much pace in the 2000 guineas that I'd say it's probably more likely the 10 furlongs will be his optimal trip, but his optimum trip. But yeah, this is an interesting race because it, it offers him a chance to, to get back on track. You know, the, the Derby was a funny sort of performance from him. Um, you know, his connections feel he did he wasn't in love with the track. You know, there was talk that maybe he, he, he ran his race in the prelims, which I wouldn't necessarily buy into myself. Um, but look, sometimes funny things can happen in the derby. And But the thing is, when you come to the Cara, there's no excuses. Mm. Um, it's it's a much fairer, more orthodox track. And if you, you, you know, you'll, you'll, you'll forgive a horse and not quite being himself in the very unique test that is the Derby, but they need to redeem themselves at the Cara or else you're in trouble. Um, and that's that's what we're dealing with here. You know, it's great that there's a good good lump of a field for this, you know, 12 runners, um, plenty of, of contenders from different sets of connections, and um, it, it should be a super race. And, you know, pace-wise, one would imagine um, the Bally Doyle team would like to make it a nice even pace. And um, with which ones, I don't know. Delano Roosevelt? Um, no, he tends to miss the kick and has dropped in, mm. so I don't think it'll be him. Um, the Pentagon, possibly, which would be a pity, because I think he uh, he's capable of running all right here. Um, if if he was um, if if he wasn't doing that job, but we'll see. There, there's non-Bally Doyle pace there as well. You'd have to say, you know, night to behold likes to get on with things, and one or two others. So maybe it won't be the case that Bally Doyle have to set the pace. Maybe there could be others more than happy to do so. Um, DXB will be good and forward. You'd imagine he stays well. He's a, he's a ledger horse in the making. Um, and he ran an absolute stormer in the derby, you'd have to say. So they they won't be messing about with him, I'd imagine. He'll be bang up there. Um, so, yeah, yeah. Look, Saxon Warrior, would I take odds on about him? Absolutely not. Um, and I don't have a really strong opinion on the race. It's one that I'd probably go fishy-fishy at, at a bigger price, um, if I'm honest, rather than, you know, potentially getting a with odds on. That wouldn't be my cup of tea. Um, with that in mind then Kevin like what are you looking at because it's interesting that Old Persian comes into the race backing up from Royal Ascot what about Joseph's horse there was a, a good bit of talk about him um, going into the season and he'd, he'd run that fine race behind James Cook what have you made of his progression since oh yeah he's, he's, he's getting the hang of things away the whole time isn't he you know he, he's proven that he handles faster ground in his last two starts he, he finished a good second to Platinum Warrior in the Where's my head in the um, get there. the Gallen the Gallen yeah. uh, on his penultimate start and on look, Guinea's day? Thought, thought, yeah, I thought it might be in, in his best interest then to just get out and have a nice confidence boosting win in a in a fairly horrendous maiden, and he did just that. Um, that that was a nice preparation for this, I think. And look, he needs to step up absolutely. So you know he was, you know, ultimately well beaten by Platinum Warrior. On his penultimate start, and, and Platinum Warriors a twenty to one shot here. You know he can definitely improve. Um, I think the step up to a mile and a half um, last time suited him, and it'll suit him even better in this stronger company. Um, the faster they go, I think it'll suit him. And uh, and yeah, look, I, if he finished third, you'd be absolutely over the moon with him. But I think you know that's where the expectations and, and the hopes are at the minute. You never know if you you can't win if you aren't in. Mm. And he's always been a horse that Joseph has really really liked. Um, so you, look, he's in there. 
He's in brilliant form. Um, he's relatively unexposed. So you go and you have a go, like like numerous other horses in this field are going to do. And and you hope for the best. But at, beyond that, I think you couldn't. You can never be confident with a horse with that profile. But um, hopefully he'll he'll acquit himself well. Okay, Aiden's got a phenomenal record in this race. Is this just going to be a case of that, despite DXP getting the better of him at Epsom? that Saxon Warrior will turn things around here and get his season oh, back on track. I wouldn't like to assume it. You know, I'd, I'd hope he would. I'm a big fan of the horse. I, I loved what he did in the guineas. Um, but, you know, this this isn't a gimme. This is not a gimme. And um, if he can go and win this well, you know, that, that puts him very much back on track and, you know, sets up some fascinating clashes with, with you know, the likes of Massar and, and the older horses um, over 10 furlongs later in the season. But, the pressure is on him a little bit after Epsom, and I'd hope he'd go and do it because he does. You look at you, you go through the field and you say, right, there's potential, nice bits of potential here and there, but you know, bar DXB, you're dealing with potential, mm. and and more often than not, potential doesn't turn into an Irish Derby winner. You know, every single season we get these, we get late developing, later developing horses that have their first real big test in the Irish Derby, and they're just not up to it for the, because of the simple reality that most horses aren't 120-rated horses in the making. They might look nice when they're 100 and on the way up, but they just can't bridge that gap, and that's just the reality for the, the vast majority of the of, of the horse population. So, you know, I, I, I hope he wins. I, I would love to see him win just from a, from a, a pure fan of the sport point of view and with a view to later in the season because we need our stars and he certainly looked a star at Newmarket um, but as the listeners are probably picking up I'm not exactly exuding confidence about him um, so I'll just go in there hoping the best I'd love to see if the Pentagon was ridden with a small bit more restraint than he was at Epsom I'd give him a good chance of, of running into the frame I still don't think we've seen the very best of him but a mile and a half and what should be, you know, good, fast, flat ground um, should suit him well. But there's a chance he could go forward here. There's a chance he could go forward. And I don't think that would necessarily show him the best effect. Um, and yeah, other than that, that, that's pretty much my thoughts, okay. to be honest. There's the, the a few uh, bitsy piecey chances um, amongst the rest, but that's the that's the bones of it for me. There will be some Kev who look at Night to Behold's form and say, well, that came out very nicely even though he disappointed in the derby at uh, Royal Ascot with Kew Gardens performing so well but Kew Gardens had excuses for Lingfield which his connections were very keen to point out and he really seems to be a horse who's now come of age he's finally just found his footing I mean I didn't give him any chance at Royal Ascot but I'd forgotten really what Michael Tabor had been saying about him earlier and he looks as though he's a horse who could now be be interesting as the season goes on but Frankie comes over for the ride on him Sylvester D'Souza comes over for the ride on DXB William Buick is over for all for Persian when you see those jockey bookings you can't help but think that those connections feel like there's blood in the water oh if you're gonna have a crack you know now's the time because there is blood in the water as, as the great Ivan once said <laughs> um and you have to have a crack and it's great to see it because sometimes and some would say with good reason um, British connections aren't all that keen to to have a go in this race because they feel like they're outnumbered and they feel like they're playing against the team. And of course, there have been some some examples of that in the last decade or so. But um, it's great to see them come over and have a crack. And um, there's a, an absolute heap of prize money 
on offer here, and uh, and I hope they go home with plenty of it because it's good. This the, this race needs to be competitive. Yeah. And um, you know, it, it faces a bit of a problem in that you know the French don't really come over for it anymore, uh, and it relies on the best English horses coming over if it's going to be a true um, championship race. So it's great to see a few come over. Um, it's a pity Massar isn't here, but you know that that is what it is. And look, just hopefully we have a real good competitive race and we find out what the best horse is with no hard luck stories. Yeah, well said, Kevin Blake. So if I push you for a selection? Um, you'd have to really push me now because... Uh, I'm going to really push you. I'd say the Pentagon each way. All right, the Pentagon each way. Is this the day that we'll finally see St. Patrick's Day? Scratched, as the Americans would say, uh, from the Jersey Stakes at Royal Ascot. But will he run over a mile at the car on Saturday? Um, there must be a great chance he does, and he'd be, you know, one one of the most interesting runners in the race. Well, probably Demo. Well, he would be the most interesting runner in the race if he lined up. Um, Alexius Caminos um, has to bounce back. To be fair to him, he, he'd be he'll be the highest rated horse in the race. But St. Patrick's Day um, gets in here, you know, unpenalized and and getting all the allowances, being a three-year-old. And, yeah, if, if he's going to... You know, given Aidan O'Brien was talking about him as a potential St. James's Palace horse um, at the start of the season, if he's, and, you know, we, we do give the proviso, you know, Aidan O'Brien, first run of the season, don't expect him to be cherry ripe, but you'd still like to see him go very well. One point of caution, I suppose, I, 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 would, I would make is that when he was in as uh, was a leopards down there a couple of weeks ago, he was very, very weak in the market before being withdrawn at the start, like exceptionally weak in the market. Mm. So that could perhaps be an indicator that if you do like him or have a notion of backing him, you might just want to wait until late on. Cause you know, if he's, if he's gone, if he was that weak in the market, just, you know, a couple of weeks ago, um, there's a chance that uh, he still might not be considered cherry ripe. Okay, at the 250 listed race, the Dash, which features, I'm going all the way, ain't nobody stopping me, Smash Williams from Friday Night Lights. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what a show that is. Oh man, Friday Night Lights, one I of the love, greatest. I love a bit of Friday Night Lights. One of the greatest TV shows ever, and I do not. Co- Coach Taylor? Was Coach that Taylor. Yeah, great oh, man. man. Uh, <laughs> he was himself and Connie Nielsen were just absolutely Who's that? brilliant. Oh, the wife? The wife, yeah. The, the yeah, principal. I wasn't fond of the wife. Her, her accent browned on me a little bit. Oh, man. Uh, she's one of the top actresses in, in America now in, in TV shows. Yeah, she's in something else I watched. But anyway, we won't get... We American, won't get American Horror again. Story, I would imagine it probably was. But uh, yeah, she, okay. no, she's, she is terrific. And, and uh, he's been in Wolf of Wall Street and loads of stuff since. Um, so... Does he have any chance here, Smash Williams? Or is this... Uh, like, I'm looking at Aiden O'Brien horses that really have just been pacemakers, and it's just it's a race that I'm finding difficult to get excited about, Kev. No, it didn't set me a light either now. Um, Urban Beat of, of Johnny Murtis is a lovely horse, um, and the, the big question I'll be looking forward to him answering here is whether he's as effective on this type of surface because he's looked very good on very testing ground. Um, he came over to Ascot for the sale and didn't get sold. Um, but I think he's a lovely horse. He's a lovely sprinter in the making. And if he can prove himself on this sounder surface, a um, sale might not be fair away because I think that that's probably a question mark many people have about him. Um, the, the story about this fella goes that um, before he ever ran, um, Johnny ran him 
I don't know, was it like a, a kind of a schooling race or there was some organized bit of work up at the Curra and um, two came away from the rest and it was him and Beckford. Ooh. And um, they both ran in the same maiden at the Curra and Beckford won and Urban Beat was a bit disappointed and he, I think he got hurt. Um, and he was obviously off for the bones of a year, but the, there was a fair touch landed with him now. First time this year at Navin, he was a big old price um, in the morning and ended up going off near enough five and one. And he bolted up in a, in a valuable handicap at the car again on testing ground. So if he can prove himself on this surface now, he'll be a, a smashing sprinter going forward. Good man, um, Johnny Murta. Johnny's in top form as well. Oh, it's top, top man, isn't he? Yeah. Top man. He's... Uh, um, Bit of a legend, we, we, best, we best talk about the old Rockingham, I reckon. I love that race. Yeah, take it away, Kev. Um, English trainers have a violently good record in this race. Mm-hmm. Um, and all the other premier handicaps in Ireland, um, at seven furlongs or less. And I'm looking now through them now, and there's a few old boys that you give uh, you give a great chance to. But I'd take a bit of a chance on the 10-year-old moving time. Um <laughs> You laugh how, how dare you laugh at fo- former group one winner moving time how dare you Kennedy? oh how dare that's you? that's the point isn't it former group one winner now running in a handicap it was only four years ago yeah a lot happened four years ago the germans were good at football four years ago now they're rubbish well four years ago he was rated 113 and now he's rated 90 and two starts back he absolutely Danced in at Newmarket. Now, under, danced in. Under Dougie. Dougie. <laughs> <laughs> Dougie's not from Scotland, as far as I know. <laughs> well, well I, he is now. See, apparently now he's name, uh, he's great see, friends. I instinctively pronounce it like that. <laughs> yeah, apparently now he's uh, he's great friends with Talk Sports Breakfast Show presenter. <laughs> um but he bowled it up in the American and absolutely danced it. Worth a watch now. Just one like a horse that was kind of two classes lower than he should be. Um, and they ran him back in the Musselburgh Gold Cup, um, which was a race I was watching very closely because it was um, we covered it on ITV that day. And um, the pace very much held up that day. It looked on paper like there was mountains of pace and it might set up for... Um, for something to come from off the pace. As it turns out, Caspian Prince jumped out, made the run and broke the track record and never came back. And the second and third were both very prominent as well. Uh, but look, I was flying home and forward, moving time, having been held up and quite a way off the pace. And um, that was a very good run, I thought. And he gets to run here off the same mark. And, um, you know, granted a, a half-decent draw. I don't think the draw is as big a thing in, in these races at the Curra as they used to be. There was a while there where there was a very much on fast ground where uh, if you were drawn high, there was a, a proper going highway down the rail. That doesn't really seem, seem to exist anymore. They put the stalls out in the middle and they, they often come up the middle um, these days, it seems. So I'd just be hoping he'd be drawn close to some of the pace horses and you can figure that out for yourself once the decks come out. But if those boxes are ticked, um, I think he'd have a super chance. And I'd also give a quick mention to another old boy, um, Line of Reason, who has my selection in the most of the Oh, Cup. I like him a lot. Um, not a dissimilar profile now. It's just come down an awful lot in the weights hmm. and had shaped very nicely at York um, back in May, very nicely. And uh, But everything went wrong in the, in the, the Scottish Sprint Cup. 
um, got no luck in running at all. Complete, a complete forget about a type of run now. Uh, and he since turned up in a conditions race at Beverly, where he was badly wrong at the weights with pretty much everything, and he's finished second. He's he's finished second to a horse rated 107, and he's rated 88, and they're off level weights. And um, the, the the mighty take cover, all 11 years old of him, um, rated 111, was just back in third. Um, he was he was getting 12 pounds off him, to be fair. But he's some it's, hero. He's a, he's a legend of a horse. But it's a run that makes his mark look even, you know, it looked attractive anyway, but that mm. sort of confirmed it. And um, he gets in here off, off 88 again. And if they deck him, it'll be a quick enough backup. But if they deck him, um, he'd have a super chance as well. He has come over to the car before and won. I think he won the scurry off the top of my head. I'll right. scroll down I and find the head right, out. I think you're right, Kev. I think you're right. Uh, it, was a few, it was a few years ago now from yeah, memory. Yeah, it would have been a while ago, yeah. Yeah, he won the scurry four years ago. Jesus. Um, Back in the day yeah. when moving time used to be decent. Stop. <laughs> Let's see who is he who has the last laugh. These old boy sprinters, kind of thing. You, can, you can't beat him. Well, I, I'd be definitely weighing in behind you with line of reason. We haven't talked about Caspian Prince who comes over having absolutely destroyed moving time. Yeah, I think he... Let me get it up now. because our, our Ten stone wrote... seven. Oh. Yeah, our pal Simon Rowlands had a, had a good line, and someone asked him a question, and he answered it in terms of what was the last when was the last time a horse won a handicap of 114 in Ireland? Um, and Simon Rowlands. Well, he was tweeting that went, during the week. He went delving into his database, and he found he had a good answer. I'll scroll here, and I'll just keep talking until Please I hold, find caller. it. Please hold. <laughs> As I know, this this might have been as recent as yesterday, so it shouldn't yeah, I read it yesterday. Too far away, but Simon has been tweeting quite prolifically in the last twenty four hours. Uh, so I'm having to. Oh, there we go. So my records only go back to January nineteen ninety five. Only one horse has carried more. Uh, only one horse has has just carried attempted. Kevin, are you all right? The handicap of a hundred and ten or more. Since 2002, and um, Fortify finished sixth in a Galway Mile, um, off 114. Um, I have his half sister here out in the field looking at me. There we oh, go. There uh, you go. <laughs> it's uh, no wonder you were so keen to talk about him. Uh, Tiger Royal carried 115 when he was beaten in the Rockingham. The last winner off 110 plus was Gaelic Storm off 112 in the year 2000. And no horse has won with one uh, at one fourteen or higher since nineteen ninety four. So this would be um, a remarkable win if uh, Al Caspian Prince um, could pull this off at the age of nine. He would be doing something that hasn't been achieved um, for at least twenty four years, and probably go back a fair bit further, if ever. Probably go back a bit further than that. But he was—he looked—he was deadly. He broke the track record of Musper last time. Yeah, made all. Did all his own donkey work and boom. Um, maddest horse of all time. Like, he's by Dylan Thomas out of a Rainbow Quest mare. Like, what does he do in over five furlongs? It's been that. It doesn't make a jot of sense. Um, but there is there is plenty of utter speed um, high up on the page. But then you look further back and Desert Quest is there, dual purpose horse. Um, so there you go, lads. There's no science to this breeding game at times, as this fella illustrates. Uh, 
Is your biggest bet of the of Saturday anyway? Before we finish up the weekend, is your biggest bet of Saturday in that race, Kevin Blake? Um, is that? Let me just double check here. Is that the what day is the Phillies handicap? Oh no, we've got the Phillies handicap on this day, Kenners. Oh, the seven furlong premier handicap for Phillies only. Well, don't keep us waiting. One, Come on. There's one I like in this um, petticoat for Mick Halford. Um, I I've kept an eye. On this Philly for well over a year now because um, I did a stable tour with Mick a year ago and I was before this Philly ever won I think from memory and I was struck by he, he really really likes her and has done from an early stage and um, as some of the listeners will have noticed I, I did another stable tour with Mick um, yesterday that went up on the At The Races website and again like his, his regard of her hasn't diminished and um Based on her run behind her stablemate Salt on Stall um, at the car last time, I think she could be well handicapped. And I think a drop to seven uh, will do no harm. And I, I suspect this might have been a early season target for her now. And um, she should have enough weight here, but she she's earned it. And um, yeah, I'd give her a good chance. I'd give her a good chance. Okay, so that's going to be your best bet of Saturday. I think so. Yeah, yeah. Closely followed by the mighty move in time. Um, and just before we move on from Saturday, just to carry on from um, what I was gibbering on about earlier on, on some of these pedigrees that we could potentially see in the first, um, do, 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 bear with me now, there is, a, he, Aiden has a scat daddy half-brother to Chachamadi. That's a mighty one. And uh, I'm just trying to think of Sunday the day with the biggest pedigrees. Oh, Sunday yeah, is I, definitely I think, the day I think, with the I think Sunday is the day with the, with the big, big pedigree. So we'll get to that in due course. Okay. But that's just, just, just one that's potentially on show on Saturday. Very quickly, I, yeah, I that's my, I, very quickly recap the name of that Mick Alford horse for us. Petticoat. Petticoat. All right. And that is a yeah. 10 points win maximum stakes bet uh, <laughs> from Kevin Blake. Right. Yeah. 145 Sunday. If you cannot make it to the Curra, make sure you're watching at the races. Uh, oh, yes. Because I don't know how many of these horses are going to line up, but here <laughs> are the current entries and have a listen to the pedigrees on show. Uh, we've got a full brother to Churchill and Clemmy, who is set to make his debut possibly in that race. Um, and he's named Blenheim Palace, which is pop quiz hotshot. Oh, I don't have a clue. The birthplace of Winston Churchill, or his, his ancestral. Wait, 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 wait. That really annoys me because I was watching, I was watching, uh, the chase, and uh, it's the chase. I question the chase is a brilliant show. Might not be quite uh, as good as race car charades, but it's a great show. And I'm just gonna say before you tell your story, when you said I was watching you. The world of Final Furlong podcast went odds on the crown. <laughs> no, man, the crown's not back till December. Cop yourself on. Uh, and I've already seen uh, both series. Uh, plus, I'm currently watching Luke Cage. Great. And Bosch. There we go. One of our listeners got in touch with us saying, why aren't you talking about the show Bosch? It's on Amazon. It's a police crime drama. And it's epic. Highly recommended. Uh, Titus Williver is the lead character in it uh, one of the guys from The Wire is in it as well Jamie Hector watch it it's brilliant anyway 
Move on, move on. There was a question, and it said, which of these people was born in a palace? And one of the options was Winston Churchill. And I immediately went, it's oh, ah, Churchill. There you go. It's Churchill. And so Based I'm ex- on nothing, I assume. No, I remember the fact that he was, he was born in a palace. I think he was then raised for a bit in India, and then he came back. So it really, really annoyed me uh, that I didn't get that right. Anyway, Belheim well, Palace... He, he, and here's an interesting one for you as well. Yeah, uh, um, Blenheim, Blenheim, Blenheim Palace. Palace. I think it's like the like it's yeah, it's got a fair history to it. Um, interesting one here as well. Two interesting ones, both from the same angle, and it just it, it illustrates something that that Kumar are obviously trying to do um, in their never-ending bid to to solve the the, the wonderful problem that is Galileo <laughs> being so good. Um, and finding suitable partners for him and everything else. There's two quotes in here by Galileo out of mares that raced in Australia. Mm. And the first one is Anthony Van Dyke, who's out of a mare called um, Believe and Succeed, an Exceed and Excel mare bred by Darley, funny enough, which is which is an interesting one in itself. And um, she won, um, she won a, a, a group three herself. And uh, she's already produced Bounding, who's a group one winner. But the other one is is maybe even more interesting because I wasn't aware of this now. He, he's out of a mare called Nichita. I might not be pronouncing that right. But this is a Group 1 winner in Oz again um, by Fastnet Rock. But what I can notice here is that she was actually transferred to Aidan O'Brien. They obviously they had her in training um, after she won her Group 1 um, in this neck of the woods. But she, she never ran. But she never made it to the track. But it was just interesting that the the, the the trainer transfer was registered, so she must have had an entry at some stage. Yeah. And and this is her first foal, I reckon. Um, Harpo Marks. So that's another that's another interesting one because of course Kennedy, being the 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 Ballydoyle aficionado that you are, you will be able to name a high profile Group One winner trained by Aidan O'Brien by Galileo out of an Australian bred mare. Oh no! It'll be on the it'll be on the tip of your tongue, oh, and no. you will be sickened if you can't get it. Sick. Oh no! You will puke everywhere. Oh, this is this is not. I've... You you will. It'll be a volcano in, in Kennedy in the Kennedy household. <laughs> Peas and carrots everywhere. Thunder everywhere. Oh God! Um, oh. No, you're not gonna get I'm it. I'm not no, gonna get gonna it. What so is it? Sick. Who is it? Highland Real. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh, that's a shocker. Oh, I that should go. Shocker. I should go and just put my Highland Real jacket on, sit outside, and melt. No, you should go and put your head in the toilet. That's what you should go and do. <laughs> <laughs> and flush it. <laughs> How did I not get that, my beloved Highland Real? Right, USS one. US... And here's one more. And here's one for those, and there are many of them out there that say, oh, Paddy Doyle wouldn't waste a good name on a bad horse. Oh. Because there, because there's another Galileo here that doesn't necessarily have the same pedigree power as some of the ones we've discussed. But Norway? He has No, Norway. Who cares about Norway? He has one that I would consider a very significant name. Jack Yates. Yes. Um Half sister to Australian, one mile, two furlong, grade one winner, the United States, formerly trained by yeah. Aidan O'Brien. No, that's the that's um, his dam. Uh, his dam was a half sister to the United States. Fire Lily. Mm. Um, she was she was a good sprint in Philly, trained by. 
Aiden O'Brien. David Watchman. Oh, David Watchman. Yeah. Yeah, she was a good sprinter. Um, but and I got I don't want to dwell all day in the pedigrees, but like I wasn't exaggerating earlier on. There's a Galileo cult out of six perfections here, Mount Everest. Well, hold on now, hold on um, now, hold on now. We'll uh, get we'll get to him. Full brother to to Yucatan. <laughs> He's the best bred horse in the race. <laughs> <laughs> could well be yeah. full brother well to Yucatan no, in all seriousness he's by Galileo out of six perfections yeah one of the finest race mares um, ever uh, on her day uh, the, the, that's been in the last well I don't want to over egg the pudding now. over Jeez, generation <laughs> definitely <laughs> over generation she was absolutely sublime uh, the so damn my, 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 my fan that's fanning my, my body here is, is making a funny noise she was out of a half sister oh, no. to Mazique so like she's beautifully oh, beautifully ready alright Kevin Kevin are you okay I fixed it there I hit it a bang and I fixed it Kevin are you alright uh, there yeah, is yeah, yeah. a $750,000 foal by Scat Daddy out of a Dane Hill mare uh, we've got Norway. Oh, that, that Mount, Mount Tibura. Mount Tibura. We've got Norway, who is yeah, that's, a that's brother. The half, that's the half to Chachamadi. Yeah. Uh, Norway is a brother to ruler of the world. Um, Stop. South... Ah, these, these pedigrees are just. We're not even just... done. This is the same race. South Pacific, a 1 million euro yearling by Galileo at a Linamix. Uh, out of a Linamix mare. mare. Uh, and then we've got USS Michigan who, uh, interestingly, is a brother to a winner's War Dispatch and George Patton. Ah, I see what you've done there, Sue Magner. I see what you've done there. Uh, out nice. of an unbridled song mare called Photograph. The pedigrees are just absolutely phenomenal. So it's going to be... The fact that Aidan O'Brien has won this race six out of the last ten years, it's going to be very, very interesting to see who he actually decides to run. Yeah, and that's the thing. But whichever one he run now, uh, turn up and have a look at him in the parade ring because, like I say, this is just this is just world class pedigrees. And you could you could end up in a situation here, Kevin, where Ryan's on one, Dunica's on the second. I'd back the one Dunica's on because you're just going to automatically get a bigger price. Well, they probably all get beat because none of them have a run. <laughs> nah, that wouldn't bother me. Oh, look, look at well, look, my, my... At, look at the form of what has had a run. Like okay, Wargrave, you can make a case. Yeah, Tom, form Tom, of Tom, Fuzzy Stacks is a nice horse. Yeah, yeah. He is, and he and he's got a fine pedigree himself. He's by Galileo out of Scream Blue Murder, who was who was a lovely race mare for the Stacks as well. Yeah, yeah an oratorio mare. Um, Gerlines has got one for Khalid Abdullah Xander, who's had a run. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, that that that's the first one that um, Jer's had. For the, uh, for when the I, when I ran first time out, I think that was the first one he ran. But that's a great pedigree. That's a mm. pedigree that um, that Dermot Weld has had has had good luck with. Um, he's out of Zamanast, and Zamanast, if I recall rightly, is a half sister to um, Belgium of Score. Um, is a half sister to famous name. Uh, a half sister to Belgium of Scored. I don't I'm not aware of a race name <laughs> called that. Belgium have scored. Who and, scored? Um, some fella from Belgium. Ah, right. Okay, Kevin's a huge <laughs> football fan. Uh, a few of them have afros. I don't think it was Fellini. That's the only one I know. Oh God, I can't have been Marwan Fellini. That'll be the highest insult of all time if Marwan Fellini's got the. That's potentially um, that's a good goal. That is a good goal. Potentially winning goal. That is a fine. Oh, that's a fine goal. And I'm and I'm a great judge, as you can tell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, it definitely was Fellini, but. 
Anyway, I'm going to stop talking about um, football, as they like to call it, before I embarrass myself. Do you know that the Simpsons predicted a World Cup final between, oh, I need to get this right, Mexico and Portugal? And so people are now betting on that because the Simpsons have predict- predicted so many things. Oh, is that the, the where they took the, the mick out of soccer for being yeah. really, really boring? It's, and now it's time to find out who's the greatest team in the world. And, and the overexcited commentator commentating on fellas just passing it over Mac. It's Mexico against Portugal. Yeah. Nice. And, uh, and Mexico have made it through. So obviously Mount Everest wins this, Kevin, on his way to becoming a, an all-conquering derby winner. Oh, fun race. This would be a fun race. This is what it's all about if you like flat racing yeah. the pedigrees. Ra- yeah. Races like this, because this is just as, as good as it gets in a maiden anywhere on the planet, literally. Who would you be most... I'll give you three to be most excited nah, about. No, I, don't, don't, I can't. I can't. I can't. Well, Blenheim this Palace... Could be, this could all be useless for all we know. Blenheim Palace has to be exciting given what Churchill and Clemmie have gone on to do. Obviously, Elvis's brother couldn't sing, can they? Obviously, uh, Mount Everest is hugely interesting, being a, a full to Yucatan. And, uh, ah, look, Kennedy, using the cast iron, Aidan O'Brien, uh, Coolmore wouldn't give a, a good name to a bad horse system. <laughs> I'll go with Jack Yates. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because, you know, John F. Kennedy was an absolute superstar, as was Albert Einstein. Right, that's the. Sure, look, dude, they, they won their maidens, anyway. That's well, yeah, that's there you go. Here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, has John F. Kennedy been jumping hurdles in America yet? I wouldn't be surprised if he is. Right, the 3.30 is the Finlay Volvo International Stakes Group 3 over a mile and two furlongs. Uh, Deauville entered, reckless gold for Joseph, stellar mass. Uh, (laughs) Yucatan! Here he comes! I was building to him! I was building to him! Uh, Uh, three and four pences in there another bet Mr. Kennedy (laughs) Uh, oh yes yes please sir Um, (laughs) Martin Gale system (laughs) maximum stakes please on Yucatan if you don't mind Uh, anything interests you here Kev I'm not mad but great to see Stellar Mass back he's a a lovely horse and he's a big old boy I suspect he could be better again um, as a five year old and um, yeah he he could potentially stamp his class on this field I, I suspect uh, here's a free kick for England that they've made a mess of. Uh, so you, you'll get my, my intermittent commentary on the England match. Um, I don't think the likes of Deauville are gonna, and Yucatan will turn up at all, will they? Um, I, I would suspect that Yucatan will, will have a big aim, uh, having finished such a, a credible stone last at Royal Ascot last time out. That Northumberland played, maybe? Yeah, they'll be tilting them up for something <laughs> real big. Real big. It was Adnan Yanezai, by the way. You already know this, but just for Kevin's sake, it was Yanezai who got the goal. Um, go. Yeah, I can't imagine Yucatan will run there. He's too valuable a horse to be risking on the back of such a fine run at Royal Ascot. Yeah, sure, look, he would have won the derby if he hadn't got a hurt. I know, yeah, we would have made a fortunes. Fortunes. Actual you know. fact, oh, yeah. It's sickening. Uh, yeah. Right, where are we here? Let's see. Uh, what else did I have noted here? Um... In the, 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 the mile premier handicap, um, I'd make a little note of Band of Outlaws. He, he failed okay. to get into the Britannia by one, which Oof. was frustrating. Um, but he'll get in here off a uh, off, uh, lightweight against his elders. And um, I suspect there's there's more to come from him. Um, just the, the way he tends to be ridden, he'll just need a wee bit of luck. Okay. Um, pretty pretty Polly? Uh, I was going to actually go to the Comer Group. International Cup, if you don't mind, uh, for a quick conversation, because again, it's a race that's thrown up some interesting ones, but 
Oh, it's hard race to talk about now, though, is it before Dex? Because uh, there's so many of those that ran at Ascot, and you just have no clue if they're going to run or not. If Southern France turned up, I'd be interested in him. If he was to turn Oh, jeez, I don't know if they'd ask him to run again so soon, given their their opinion that he's still a big baby. Yeah. I suspect they'd give him a bit more time. Something like, you know, Nelson or he, he could Giuseppe, Garibaldi, up, just Giuseppe Garibaldi that have more experience under him. They could potentially be asked to, to, to go to the well again, but... Yeah, I, I'd be holding off until I see Dex. Fairyland hardly runs, does she? Oh, I'd be surprised again. Yeah, okay. I'd be surprised again. Well, let me switch you back to Saturday, Kevin Blake, in a total turn. Oh, Jesus. Whoa, whoa. Are you reacting to Saturday or are you reacting to somebody scoring a goal? To Saturday. Ah, there you go. Well, here we go. Uh, the reason that I am switching you back to Saturday... Uh, Mr. Blake, is because we didn't talk about the railway stakes. Now, the quote uh-huh. during the week was that Sergei Prokofiev would indeed run um, because the quote from Aidan O'Brien was, the railway stakes is a very important race in our calendar and a very prestigious race for us and it's uh, our horses are all improving because they haven't been able to work on grass until recently and they're coming on from a run. With that in mind, could the third place horse in the commentary stakes run this weekend, do you think? Oh, if he runs, he'll, he'll win, I assume. You know, uh, he's the, the entries for this aren't all that strong when you take out the, the other Bally Doyle ones. And if he was like the sole representative or the, the sole um, meaningful representative, he'd be, you know, he'd be long odds on to win, won't he? Pop quiz, he hot shot. It, he, Pop quiz. How many times has Aidan O'Brien won this race in the last 10 years? Five seconds. Oh, six. Three. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's amazing, isn't it? Yeah, surprising. Uh, two for Aiden O'Brien with a double. Uh, Master Craftsman, Alfred Nobel. Then it was Jeremy Nasida winning Master with uh, Forza Mensa. Uh, Richard Hannon Forget Senior. Forget how fast Master Craftsman was. Yeah, he was very fast. fast. He was a very fast, fast two-year-old. Uh, two, a double for David Watchman. Uh, then Richard Hannon... Junior came over and won. Aiden got it back with Painted Cliffs. And then it was Gerlines with Medicine Jack and Gordon Elliott's Beckford last year. Jeez, it's not exactly a, an illustrious roll of honor, is it? Not really. It used to be. Middle, but middle, middle of the road. Yeah, middle of the road now for the last 10 years anyway, for sure. Um, I just yeah, mentioned it very briefly. Outside of the main Kev. Valley Doyle ones, I, I, I wouldn't be getting too jiggy about any of them now. Mm. Highland Fortune looked a grand horse when he won his maiden there last week. But yeah, big, big step up for him and... Yeah, Sergi would be would be two to five, I'd say, if he ran oh, here, would he? God, he should be. He really should be. If he runs, he just goes and wins. All right, then, the pretty poly stakes. Uh, Hydrangea holds an entry, but the one that's going to be getting Oof. all the talking is Forever Together. Uh, her Oaks form has worked out incredibly well. Magic Wand coming out, having been fairly well held. I think we can safely say that was due to ground. Uh, Wild Illusion was second to Forever Together. She was second at Royal Ascot as well. Uh, behind Magic Wand. She'd take all the beating, Kevin, surely? Um, you would think so, but I'd be, I'd be... She'd be a short old price now, and I'd just be a bit worried about her. Look, she, t- she took a... She's taken giant leaps forward in terms of her progression, but um, she looks a real stayer to me. Like a real stayer. Like, as in, you could see her running over a mile six at some stage. Um, so stepping back to a mile two, um, ooh, against her elders, ooh, I know you have to go gawking a bit to try and find something you'd be afraid of now, but yeah, I think she'd be one to take on at the price now. 
I just I, I, I'll wait until Dex before I decide what weight, but I suspect I'd be taking her on now. Okay, anything uh, on I your... I just think she, she could be a small bit vulnerable. Is there any chance, Kevin, that given the fact that it's the last Derby weekend that the great Desi Scaho will be commentating, that the Coolmore boys, that the lads will do us all a favor in honor of Desi and run Hydrangea! <laughs> um, probably not. <laughs> ah, dang it. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, look, I, I just uh, Coronet is, is declared um, against the boys on Sunday at San Clue. You know, that's madness, isn't say, it? I'd say when the decks come out for this now, um, and look, maybe it's just a trip thing. Maybe John's key, John Gosling's keen to run her over a mile and a half rather than a mile two again. But I'd say when the decks come out for this, uh, John Gosling might be saying, "Ooh." Jeez, I don't know. I'd rather take on uh, Forever Together um, rather than Cloud of Stars. But there you go. He's made his decision. And, and right there we go. There we go. But good luck with that project. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good luck with that project. Looks a tougher ask on paper. But there you go. Maybe, maybe in their mind, the trip is more important than the longer trip. If we go with the coronet form, would you give any chance to Turt Rocks? <sighs> yeah, the. Jim seems to be getting her on her way back, but yeah, like she she might have been a shade of a lucky winner at Goran last time. Mm. Yeah, it's just one of those, and if she won, you'd just be a little bit upset, really. It's kind of it. It's a great race in the sense that it's going to be fascinating to see Forever Together run, and it's really interesting that they're dropping her back in trip, particularly when you're so convinced that going up in trip would actually suit her. But they kind of need to put something else in there to make it a proper race, don't they? Yeah, it's looking a bit windy now. Coronet would have, would have made it, really, but she's not going to travel, I assume. So there you go. All right. Anything else on Sunday or Saturday that Kevin Blake would like to highlight? Oh, no, I've just right. spotted the mighty Ivanovich Gorbatov entered to run at the weekend. Oh, yeah. Uh, he might run there. He might run there. A couple of them might run there. He'd get um, his ground. Decisions made, yes. Um, yeah, no, well, you know... A horse that wants good ground over, you know, good national hunt ground, you know, good to farm ground at the car in, in late June is likely a different story, but um, yeah, be his first run back from a little break, so we'll wait and see there. Okay. Anything else? No, I think I think we're, we're nicely covered now. All right. We're nicely covered, but it, it look it should be a super weekend. I'm looking forward to going up there seeing it. Um, big day for Newbridge. Um, they they stood up to the power, the might of the GEA, Kildare GEA did, and they've got their match on in Newbridge after this. So, and um, there should be a great hell buzz around the place. Well, now um, to be fair, they they did get a nice bit of support from Maradona, who sent a clear message to the GEA <laughs> with his two fingers. Uh, <laughs> the GEA officials in his celebration. That whole thing was an absolute farce. So well done to to uh, the Kildare posse. Uh, for holding Possibly. holding fast and ensuring that uh, justice was done and they get to play there. Uh, yeah, sweet, sweet justice. Sweet now, I'm justice. Just, I'm just waiting now that now that it's been transferred back and that pretty much no one will be able to get a ticket. I'm just waiting for the thing to come full circle. People say, ah, it should have been in Croke Park. We might have been able to get a ticket. You can be 100% uh, certain that's going to happen as well. <laughs> uh, climbing walls to get in. What's your best bet of the weekend, my friend? Who um 
Oh, it could change now once we see all the declarations and draws and everything else. But I'd probably go petticoat at the minute, you know. Petticoats. All right. Yeah, I like petticoat. And you can read Kevin Blake's in-depth stable tour with Mr. McAlford now on attheraces.com. Uh, that's a look at yeah, the... And by, and by the time you listen to this, I'll just give a small plug. Um, I did an in-depth interview with Dave Bernan uh, the other day, and it's going to be up on the TDN there. And by the time you listen to this, I'd say. And it's worth a read. A um, few bits and pieces there that haven't been revealed anyplace else. Um, yeah, so I think that I think that's worth a read. Uh, good bit of information, Kevin, about the horse's preparation and about various different things that was not in the public domain. <gasps> Have England equalised? Uh, Rashford really should have scored. Oh, Rashford. He was clean, he was clean through. And he Hang your him. head he, in he, shame, Rashford. Uh, oh, the wonderful move leading up to it now. Oh, about a foot and a half. Well, dear, right. dear. Oh, oh, no, they've given a corner, so there must have been a deflection. Um, yeah, he was clean he through. So there was some very interesting facts that weren't in the public domain about the horse. Uh, and We're talking about Sutter for Bay, obviously, and his Royal Ascot win. Um, and all of that is revealed in your yeah, interview. Yeah, a, f- a, few, a few interesting things. Um, I, I think you'd enjoy reading it now yeah. if you take the time. Yeah. Um, so that's worth a look and I'll be on ATR um, building up to the derby on Saturday so looking forward to that bring your sun cream but do come uh, if you are, if you haven't been at the car yet this year it's worth going to have a look um, just to see the transition as much as anything and you can really get a feel for what it's going to be next year and you know while it isn't ideal um to you know for for it to be there and it's not complete um i think it's it's if you you know if you go in with a, a positive mindset um i think you you'd find value in um in, in seeing it yeah and, and seeing how how it, how it's all developing because it's uh it, it's it's going to be fantastic when it's done and, and I can't the roof has it. gone on now kev so we're getting to see a little bit more of it as well well, it's on the way up. I don't know if it's fully up, but it's certainly looking in from the road, they've they've made great headway even yeah. since and the Guineas meeting. So yeah, looking forward to it. Should be great. Should be a fantastic weekend. If you can't make it, you'll see all of it live on at the races. Uh, given the fact that you'll be working with uh, Gary O'Brien and it was National Sunglasses Day during the week, are you going to be wearing shades on TV? No, no, I'm not. A, I'm not. A, I'm not a sunglasses type of guy. I like to look fellas in the eye when I'm talking to him. But Gary O'Brien is very much a sunglasses kind of man, and he'll be spoiling them. Don't you worry about that. Right, uh, we're back with you again next week as we review the weekend's racing, and uh, hopefully there'll be a lot of winners for Kevin to reflect on. Don't forget that Kevin Kevin had the winner of the big race in Newcastle last weekend. He cracked it. Can he do it again? Last year. Last year. Last weekend. Did I say last weekend? You said last weekend. I'm so tired. I'm so tired. Uh, you're right you've either had too much medication or not enough i not trust me not enough i'm in <laughs> the, agony the balance, the balance isn't quite right at the minute trust me not enough i'm in agony and i'm tired so yeah kevin uh basically smashed it last year with the winner of the big race in newcastle the northumberland plates so let's see if he can do it again uh with this year's selection petticoat the big bet for us for the weekend we will chat to you again next week on the final furlong podcast thank you very much for listening hope you enjoyed it and the Kevin and Emmett Bloodstock chat, which will be back again very, very soon. Talk to you again. Thanks for listening. God bless. Have you downloaded the free app, The Races app yet? With easy-to-use race cards and form, expert daily tips, plus video replays and in-app betting, it's the app that no racing fan's phone should be without.
Available for free on your iPhone or Android mobile. Visit attheracescom forward slash app for more details.